Poland just voted for change. There's a lot of bad news happening right now in the world, but we have one piece of positive news. Poland is back. Welcome to the S&D podcast, Take a Left. My colleague Inga Czerny has more on the Polish elections. Il president. Ma cos'è la sinistra? The resolution is adopted. The Polish people just voted to unseat the National Conservative Autocratic Rule of Peace, the Law and Justice Party. Although Kaczynski's party came first, he has no chance to form a government. Or doesn't he? I am here with Robert Piedron, the leader of Lewica, the Polish Social Democratic Party, and the chair of the Women's Rights uh, European Parliament Committee. Robert, uh, this was ha- what happened in Poland is so big that I don't even know uh, where to start. Is it really happening? Uh, is our eight years of peace over? It's over, it's over. I confirm that I see your excitement and I'm also very excited. I couldn't sleep for already. Uh, it's my second night that I don't sleep. Uh, so uh, it's shared excitement, it's shared feeling of success and great victory of democracy, rule of law and human rights of this dream that uh, Poland also is uh, back to Europe. This is important. We are in European Parliament and uh, Poland used to be a very strong player in uh, the European play field. And now uh, for eight years it was not the case. We were isolated because of the uh, uh, ruling party which uh, limited women's rights, uh, uh, minority rights, which broke constitution. Uh, limited rule of law, or separation of powers, so uh, freedom of media, for example, talking about journalists. Uh, so we are back and we are very happy with a lot of responsibility because uh, we need to understand that the mandate for the opposition is extremely strong. 74% of uh, people, the turnout is uh, historical, never before since 1989 we had such a high turnout and... Uh, uh, with this strong mandate, we are happy and uh, uh, full of respect of the challenges waiting ahead. And the campaign was very, very polarized. It was, uh, it wasn't easy for the smaller opposition party like, like, like yours, like Levica, uh, which came forth in this election. Uh, how do you feel about Levica's result? Well, uh, we counted for more, but. Uh, Biggest success is that Levica will be uh, forming a future coalition, governing coalition. Uh, we were waiting for it 18 years. So I have a feeling that we are matured enough and adult enough to take responsibility uh, for Poland and take it over from the extreme populist right wing. You know, in Poland, social democrats, progressives, Levica, has a, an image of being extremely pro-European. Talking about European Union, it was uh, socialists uh, who were bringing uh, Poland to European Union. We brought Poland to NATO. We gave Poland constitution. And with this uh, historical background, talking about future, we will make sure that all the values we were fighting for, entering those institutions, having the constitution, will be preserved. Talking about Uh, social housing, talking about fair uh, pension, fair salaries, talking about uh, equality between men and women, respect to minorities, rule of law, democracy. We will be the the ones who will always uh, uh, check 
whether this is being done and delivered to the society which voted in favor of these values. Because as you said, Nevica will be the part of the new government. What is the first thing the government is going to, to do to, to roll back all the horrible things uh, introduced by, by peace? It's not easy to answer because there are so many things uh, which need to be done urgently. But what comes to my mind first is, of course, um, separation of powers to make sure that we have uh, a legitimacy to deliver according to the constitutional divisions. Uh, then I, I would say securing human rights and citizens' rights. That would be also the criminalization of abortion, that women will be free to decide about their body, their life. And uh, the third thing I would say is uh, the European affairs. Poland uh, is out of the main European mainstream. Uh, we are not by the table with the biggest, which you used to be a case. And I think uh, if we were to prioritize, we should uh, come back to Europe. It shouldn't be Polexit, it should be Pol entrance. And uh, we should uh, uh, sit by the table and discuss the important things for Poland and Europe for the future. That would be my priorities. I also would like to ask you about the, the, the young people and women, because Lewica did actually very well, had a great success among the young voters in this election. Uh, how can you deliver on this uh, democratic mandate? Indeed, uh, it's, those uh, elections will be historical, not only because of the turnout, but also because of extremely high uh, appearance of young people and women we never had before. And many countries never had such a turnout of women and, uh, and young people voting. There were more young people voting in these elections than older. That rarely happens anywhere in the world. This is a, a, a sign that the future is coming and the future is voting. If it's the case, then we should deliver answers for these young people questions they're asking us. That uh, we should focus on the importance of the lack of housing, of the uh, uh, minimum salaries, on uh, climate uh, catastrophe, on equality between men and women, on separation of state and church, the, Im the important things for, for young people. And in the case of women, yeah, abortion, I think this mobilized a lot of women, uh, not only the ones for whom abortion is priority, but I think, and I can understand that, being also a chair of uh, women's uh, rights and gender equality committee uh, that many women were mobilized because they could see that their sisters, their friends, their female co-workers paid the highest price because of this government. We had women dying in Poland because of this de facto ban on abortion. Because of the lack of abortion care in Poland. Indeed. And we were witnessing it very often, very close. Uh, we were witne witnessing this freezing effect of many women being afraid to get pregnant because of the consequences. And I think this mobilized a lot of women who said no to this government 
and they choose the better future for themselves. But still, and this would be my last question, still the country is very divided. So how to heal this division uh, to make sure that peace don't come back? This is a challenge. And talking about priorities, I would say this would be also a priority that we need to bring back this uh, republic to Poland, that people will feel uh, part of a one country, of one society, where everyone is equal, no matter what uh, party they're voting, what sex they have, uh, what religion they believe. This is not the case. That this, the ruling party created a state which is authoritarian, where the uh, uh, party mandate he opens all the doors and not having a party mandate closes every door. We need to ensure that the door, every single door will be wide open for everyone to create equal chances again for everyone. And this is also a big obligation of the progressive forces. We are to ensure that as progressives, that no one is left behind. Professor Marek Belka, the former Prime Minister of Poland, the former President of the Polish National Bank and now the Vice President of SND Group. Uh, first, uh, just to get an idea on how big this victory of the democratic uh, camp was, uh, the, election, the elections were not fair, were they? They were not fair, they were not uh, equal. Uh, the ruling party used all the resources uh, in a way that is unprecedented. We know how autocrats uh, dislike losing power. We saw it in Turkey, we saw it in uh, Hungary, and, uh, well, people were afraid that it could uh, be the same in Poland, but we prevailed. The people prevailed. That's a big news. But will this hand over power? Uh, do we risk Donald Trump-style problems in Warsaw? I don't think so. I don't think so because uh, the enthusiasm of the people is uh, uh, so obvious uh, and uh, especially in big cities uh, uh, any any attempt to undermine the results uh, would uh, would cause uh, a massive uh, hostile reaction to the perpetrators so no I uh, I'd rather think of the let now upcoming opposition to 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 really uh, act as a total opposition using all the instruments they have and they have some mm -hmm. important instruments to undermine the rule and the the administration of, of of the country by by us well we shouldn't forget that they have uh, constitutional tribunal uh, they um, well until now, they have uh, a big chunk of the media, um, state enterprises, which are used in a ruthless way to finance, uh, uh, well, election campaign and and the the functioning of the of the of the uh, of peace. Uh, but now uh, it will change. It will change not overnight, as people sometimes expect. But it will change uh, quite quite soon. But what state do they leave Poland in? Well, 
Poland is is still standing. It's it's not uh, uh, that uh, you know we came through a war or something. Uh, and we never say that uh, Poland. Well, they they started in 2015 with a big lie: Poland in ruins, which was contrary to to what everybody saw inside Poland and outside Poland. Now. We should avoid saying uh, such dramatic things, but yes, uh, there are problems. And um, in uh, as far as econo- economy is concerned, which I feel most uh, most familiar with, uh, well, we have to we have to look into the state, the real state of public finance, because what we have inherited is. Uh, a big mess and a lot of intransparency. Uh, we should uh, be able to regulate, to normalize our relations with the European Union and with the neighbors overnight. Overnight, there is there is uh, there is a willingness uh, from both sides, from from the side of Polish democratic camp, not uh, not opposition anymore. I'm happy to say. And uh, and on the part of our neighbors. And where to start? Where to start cleaning up after? Well, first we have to build a, uh, a government. Of course, there will be discussions, uh, but they should not be uh, in public. Uh, then we should uh, prepare a new budget. I'm an economist, so I start with this. Uh, also, because if we don't. Uh, present a budget until the end of January, the the president uh, could dissolve the parliament, which he would do if if, if, if allowed, if allowed to do so. Uh, then we have to um, clean the, the media, the so-called public media. Uh, we have to clean the state-dominated enterprises. We have to uh, make clear how we should uh, uh, improve the situation, both in the uh, on the inflation front uh, and on the on the uh, public uh, public debt or public uh, public finance front. Uh, so this is as far as the as the economy is concerned. But of course, people would say the situation in judiciary is, is probably even more. Uh, more alarming, uh, but here, I think uh, many many things will uh, will solve itself. Uh, okay, one problem that we are not going to solve easily is the tribu- constitutional tribunal. <laughs> but uh, what I expect is that many people who are formerly affiliated with uh, peace. Will change. Uh, will change the barricade now. Will will sort of uh, uh, take change. Change camps. Will will reunite with us uh, because people are sorry to say opportunistic. And regarding Europe, because you mentioned also Brazil, will <coughs> huge expectation from the Europe. Well, uh, this is not. The, this is more. This is more than expe- expectation. It's almost a certainty that. Uh, we shall improve the relations with the European Union, with the European institutions, and with our most important European partners immediately, overnight. 
and and this goes without saying uh, i i expect that the rrf funds would be released uh, without uh, any delay but also I think that Poland will start playing a constructive role uh, in uh, in the European Union uh, from day one uh, of the new government. Uh, it's good that the change, the political change, happened in Poland before the preparations to the Polish presidency two years ahead uh, start st started. Because, um, I mean, can you imagine a Polish presidency with uh, a government that was not just Eurosceptic, was hostile to Europe? Now it will change. And will change with this, with this absurd uh, anti-German uh, campaign, which, which is simply a shame for us. Not saying that it's entirely against the interest of the country, but it's shameful. And what consequences uh, this would have for, for Hungary's position? Hungary would be now totally isolated? <laughs> I think that uh, the only... Uh, now now um, Viktor Orban will have to find uh, another sponsor. So maybe he will, um, he will feel a little less comfortable uh, in, in the European Union. Also, I think that it, the change in Poland may have some, although it's difficult to say what kind of uh, impact on the situation in Slo Slovakia. So, the tide may change. Uh, we were afraid of populists uh, gaining upper hand in so many countries, in, especially in, in, in eastern part of the EU. Now, we may we may have started a new a new a new tide to the contrary thank you very much thank you thanks for listening to take a left the podcast from the socialist and democrats group in the european parliament take care